Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey, what's up at that podcast, Land? You almost called me saying snuckily. <laughs> That was after Ramona. Dan a had a moment of panic that I was trying to get this story out. I was like, out. wrap it up. The song's only 20 <laughs> minutes long. We got to get started. So I waited until we were almost at the end, and then I decided to bring up that another pastor was trying to make up a, made up a word last night. Which, so this would be a week ago when yeah. this drops. So, hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. People wonder why I sweat so much. I mean, he was freaking <laughs> out over there. Like, I care. Like, it's It's coming. I mean, seriously, like I care. He's over there. I mean, you would think after I don't know how many. Well, I just wrangled Mona into to getting serious here. Now, <laughs> you did. Now you, you know, I mean, what I are we like? Twelve, twelve episodes deep here in this thing. Twelve. Uh huh. Times what? <laughs> I mean, and, and if you he hadn't figured out by now that mm-hmm. I'm not real worried about it. Mm-hmm. A little more wired today. I don't know. I'm a little more on alert. Paranoid or oh something. Oh my goodness! Are know. you on that? What was it the other week? He was on. When <laughs> oh yeah, was, I'm not. I'm not flitting. No, flitty. Yeah, yeah, you were very flitty that day. No, no, just more like a. Were you flirtatious that day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mona said she's pickleable. Pickable, not pickleable. What? <laughs> not, that's different. <laughs> not able to be pickled. Uh, but, <laughs> Oh, what a difference the couple's letters. And we make. blame Drew for the goose of grace being the way it is. This man, this man said, you about to pull. All right. This man nope, I'm not going there. Nope. I try to reel it in for the mosaic. I, I just reeled it back in, y'all. Who are you? I, I am Hank. Oh. <laughs> uh. My name is Hank Meadows. I am pastor of Mary Baptist Church. There you go. There you uh, go. I got my home slice. Apparently, old pickle girl over there. <laughs> she now has a new name. She was the Hey Girl. She was home slice. Now she is the pickle girl. Hi, Miss Mona. Hey. Hey, little Miss Mona. Uh. How are you? Hey, and over there we got old foot in mouth himself. <laughs> old Danny. Tastes old. like me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I could go grief. so many ways with that, but I, I shan't. Oh, my land. I shan't not. Uh. So, hey, we we are done with um, Finished Isaiah. Isaiah 40. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what you guys were thinking. <laughs> but so I made a statement yesterday in my sermon, which once again would have been a week ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, w- it would have been the last Sunday in August. If you want to go check it out, you can hear it for yourself. About salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a conversation today with some people that, that I don't know that agree with me, but okay. I'll die on this hill. Right. I'll die on this hill. So um, we're going to look at it, and I, I really want to, and we're going to set it up. So, hey, we're at two places today. We're in Matthew chapter 27. We're really going to focus on verse 44. And then we're going to go to Luke. Where are we at in Luke? What verse are we really focusing on in Luke? Um, Luke, I know it's chapter 23. 39. 39 through 43. 43 is where we're going to get to. So we're going to actually talk about salvation and all that. But um, what 
and I know we've had other episodes of salvation and all that, but when you think about when you hear the thief on the cross, hmm. what do you think? I mean, where do you where does your and, and by the way, um, and I all of a sudden I had his name and now I cannot think of his name. Was it Adrian Rogers? No, no, Mm-mm. totally was not. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was. Uh, oh, I'll find it. But when you hear about the thief on the cross, what's your first thought? Dan, put the book down. I, I, I was looking up some terminology. Oh. <laughs> so when I think of the thief on the cross, I think of the one that um, actually defended Jesus. And then um, Jesus said that he would be with them in paradise, with him in paradise that very day. Alistair Big. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, Alistair Begg. I even thought I didn't even get there. But he has, a, if YouTube, Alistair Begg mm-hmm. and the Thief on the Cross. Yep. Seriously, go listen to it. Yep. But anyway, okay, so go, I'm sorry. It just came to me and I had to get it out. No, yeah, when I was done. That's what I think of. I totally didn't hear <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I said, well, I just think of the Thief on the Cross. First, he defended Jesus, and then Jesus said to him that he would be with him in paradise in paradise that very day. That's what you think? Well, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dan? I don't know. Now that response has really got me questioning everything because I was, I was going to piggyback off of that response. Uh, no, piggyback I, away. It's probably what he wants. More okay. Than what he wants. All right. I'm panicking. <laughs> um, it's been a lot of panic today. No, the, the just... How simple that is, and how often we would we would be like, but he didn't this, that, and the other. But who is he to you know? But what mattered was the fact that that he accepted Christ as who he was. So, I think I think the thief on the cross is the greatest picture of the salvation experience we can have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go to Matthew twenty-seven, and here's why I'll say it. So. Um, Matthew 27, I'll just read. We're, we're, uh, Dan, just pray for us real quick. Let's just pray. We're going to, we're, we're out of a little. We're con- switching it up today. Dan's freaking out over there. Just pray, bro. <laughs> Hadn't been my hey, week for good prayers. You I'm can just either pray out loud or silently. Well, either way, either it's way, out way you're going to be out so loud. <laughs> oh, you married the, folks. The will people, get that. yep, the people you. at Marion will get that. All right. <laughs> let's, let's pray out loud. I'm choosing out loud today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word, and we thank you for that experience of salvation, Heavenly Father, and, and we thank you for this picture of it so that we can constantly go back and re-examine and make sure that our picture of salvation aligns with what you say it really is. So, Heavenly Father, we pray that this time would would help people understand that and draw closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. So there in Matthew 27, um, and we look at uh, verse 38. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And then verse 39, those who passed by derided him. They wagged their heads. They said, you who would destroy the temple in three days, save yourself and rebuild it in three days. Save yourself. If you're the son of God, come down from the cross. They were asking for miracles again. Mm-hmm. Um, so also the chief priests with the scribes and the elders, they mocked him. He saved others. He can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and then we'll believe in him. No, no, they wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. They would have come up with another reason why not to. Right. So he, he trusts in God. Let God deliver him now if he desires. For he said, I am the son of God. And here's the key. 
And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. Hmm. There's these two guys. See, see, everybody runs right. to y'all's two picture. The one was defending him. Do you know? understand it that at first, the, both of right. them were going Why at him? Why do you think I was double-checking the meaning of reviled? That's what I, I was literally over here doing because I was like, but wait a, but wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Minute. Well, it goes back to the, the complete picture. Matthew yeah. just gives you some other mm-hmm. backstory right. parts that Luke doesn't give. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, yeah, to begin with, they're both going at Jesus. Yeah. They're both mocking him. Oh, yeah. I mean, can you not go? I mean, that that's us. I, I don't care who you are, and I don't yeah. care at what age you come to realize that you're a sinner. You are reviling Jesus mm-hmm. just by your life. Yep. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And here's what I mean. You're a sinner. I, I, I never cease to amaze, and I, I, I chuckle now, at people that get so upset, offended, um, worked up over things that sinners do that they don't expect sinners to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys will come in church. They've never been in a church, and they wear a hat. Like, Dan, yeah. me and you have on hats yep. today. Well, I know, and you know, we, if we walk in a sanctuary, we're going to take our hat go. off. Yep. Now, some people would get upset we didn't take them off just coming in the building. Yeah. I used to have a, a teacher say, it's not raining in this building, is it? <laughs> Well, you never know when a snowstorm is going to break out, but I'm ready. But anyway, and they'll get like, I literally, they will flip out. Why don't he know better? Well, he probably don't know better. Right, right. Nope. Yep. Now, what needs to happen is God needs to get hold to his heart, Mm -hmm. and then we disciple him, and we, and somebody alongside them, yep. Lovely comes alongside and says, Hey, bro, hey, man, next time you come in, just a little respect, take your hat off. Yeah. That's a whole lot better. I've seen people walk over and jerk hats off, dude. Oh, yeah. And yeah, people yeah. never want to come back after that. Mm. Well, and, and I don't know how many times I've heard people say, well, if they just, if they just act like the Bible tells them to, they don't know what it even they says. They don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, guys that, that use profane language that are not believers, and they they drink, and they they do all this other stuff, and then people are like, how do they live like that? Well, Sin or sin. And I want to yep. say, how did you live? Yep. You didn't come out of the womb with a Broadman Holman hymnal <laughs> and a King James 1611 version Bible in your hands yep. right out the womb. You didn't. Came out quoting Spurgeon, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, seriously. So, yeah. so these guys are there, and they are, uh, what I get is, number one, mocking him for being mm. there. And mocking him because he wouldn't take them down. Right. What's your thoughts? Um, it, it is interesting that I, I never would have, I never put those two things together to, because you don't read them together. So don't you don't, <laughs> so you don't realize that, um, what it says in both places and how it fits together. No. Let me just talk for a minute. Uh-huh. And what some people say was, well, see, there's a contradiction. Yeah, no. It's, no, it's not. No, it's it not. provides a fuller picture combined yeah. with the two. That when they're first hung yeah. up there, you know that first, yeah. they're right. both hurting. Right. This dude is saying who he is or yeah. has said it. He's not saying mm-hmm. that because he's like a sheep led to slaughter. He understood what the word silent right. meant. And um, <laughs> unlike some. <laughs> I was like, that's right. People need to. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> 
And so they're just mocking him with everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm sorry. No, that's, I mean, I don't know that I was going to say anything more. But it, I mean, it just proves that Scripture interprets Scripture. It doesn't, con- it never contradicts itself. No. But it definitely interprets itself. And so as you have this progressive revelation, when you stick it all together, you get the fuller picture. Because then when you real when you realize that both of them were reviling him, and then we turn to Luke and we see that the one um, rebuked the other, how much more meaning does that have, knowing that that was indeed a change of heart? Mm-hmm. All right, anything else you want to add to that well, point just- before we go to Luke? Going to to what you stated earlier about being such a um such a complete picture, I mean you really do you, because regardless of whether you accept Christ or not, we start out at the same spot. Yeah, everybody. we all start in the same spot as a sinner, and then in those those two robbers, you have that perfect. You have what's the difference? Well, one accepting one didn't. It's not that one started out any different. They were both sinners to start, and and just uh, so often it. The, the hardest people to reach and the hardest ones to really have a relationship with God are ones that say, well, you know, I'm not really a sinner. I don't really need salvation. I, and I don't understand believers who don't don't really – I'm going to put quotes. You can't hear them. But <laughs> believers who say, well, I wasn't he really didn't that quote, bad. Y'all. He didn't do anything. He just talked. He just said it. Who <laughs> <laughs> say, I, I really – I wasn't a bad person. I must not have been a sinner. Because then how can you say you accepted Christ because – when did you come to the point where you understood you needed a savior? Right. Then? So this guy is pointing out to the whole world who he was. And then we get over here to verse 39 in Luke 23. Mm-hmm. You want to read that? Sure. Do you want me to read the read, whole? Read through 43. Okay. One of the criminals who were hanged right, railed at him saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. All right. So hold on. So now you get the picture. <laughs> They're both mocking him. And then something happened. Wouldn't it be nice to know what right. happened? Right. Yeah. Was it the silence of Jesus? Mm-hmm. Was it Jesus saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing? I, in my mind, I don't know exactly when all this fits together, but we know he had seven sayings there. Was it mm-hmm. the, the actions of Jesus even on the cross? Right, right. But mm-hmm. the, Because now, what did you just read? Mm-hmm. One of the mm-hmm. criminals. Right railed at him. So mm-hmm. now he's gone from revile. Did you catch it? And there's yeah. just another step. Yep. He goes from reviling like neener, neener. Yeah. <laughs> just the mental picture just <laughs> really does it. I mean, he goes yeah. from w- being with the, the, it's sort of mob mentality in a sense. Oh, yeah. He goes from reviling like those others. You couldn't say you say right. to everybody else, save yourself. And now he rails at him. Yeah, right. Now, to me, that's a different mm-hmm. word. I don't know if it is mm-hmm. in the Greek, but to me, mm-hmm. it's a different word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the other rebuked him, saying, do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. But he said, and he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So what do we see? Two major parts of salvation is seen in that. Well, a recognition of Jesus as God. 
okay. in, in his um, deity. Okay, so three three major parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll give you that. I was thinking there's but there, there's another one. Well, more. right, and then recognizing that they were that he was a sinner. Repentance, right? What part was that? Um. Well, I mean, it's really both because of his change from what we saw between Matthew and here. Um, but then also recognizing that he is receiving what a just reward for his deeds that he had indeed done wrong, but but Jesus had not. You got anything over there? Well, no, I was just saying, you know, verse 41 it just jumps out, you know, um, this should be our response to you that that's repentance. That that's what we deserve. Yeah. That not, Oh, I didn't do it. It wasn't that bad. Look at this guy. You know, he didn't say, well, look at the, the, the guy, this guy robbed somebody of more money than I did. You know, no, he said, this is what we deserve. Could you, could you picture? Okay. So I made you laugh with the neener neener. Could you imagine that guy, whatever side he's on going, yo, Jesus, I'm not mocking you no more. Mm. <laughs> look how bad he is. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I sure wouldn't want to say anything. I, like sure that. Want, I mean, I'm just saying, Jesus, <laughs> no, some what people he around say? here don't believe. <laughs> I mean, what does he say? We indeed justly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cannot, and y'all hit it earlier. You cannot come to the place of salvation and accepting Jesus mm-hmm. until you come to the place of understanding you are not good. Right. You. I hate to break it to some of y'all whose mamas and daddies have told you all your life, you're just the sweetest little thing. You're a little poo-poo. Don't stink. You're the most perfect little thing ever to live out there. See, and you decided not to I do deci- video. I, that was the, the same thought. I decided not to do video this week, and we could have had that. You are a dirty, rotten, flea-bitten, stinking sinner that deserves nothing but hell. And it doesn't matter what age you are. Right. Once you come to that knowledge, and I understand the age of innocence, and I do believe in that, but once you come there, mm-hmm. bro, it's you. Mm-hmm. You are not good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear, well, I'm morally okay. I haven't killed anybody. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's always the standard. It dude. is always the standard. Or it's the standard we just talked about of, well, I'm not as bad as Dan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if Dan's going to heaven... The, I'm telling I you, I was yeah. the king of that, bro, when I was in the far land. When I was in the far country, man, I was the king of that. I would take the most sorriest, quote-unquote, Christian believer there yeah. that I knew that acted just like me, that drank, that cursed, that did all that stuff. I was like, see, he goes to church every Sunday, and he says he's going to heaven. He do the same stuff I do. Using the wrong measuring stick, yeah. Exactly. So this guy has repentance. Mm-hmm. He says, bro, we're getting what we deserve. Right. But then there's recognition. Yep. This guy's done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. He saw Jesus as he was. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he believed and confessed. Yep. Look at the next verse. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Mm-hmm. Confession of him as God. Yep. Yep. Now, this is where it gets controversial. <laughs> I don't read anything in any of the other gospels that said this guy came down off the cross alive, <laughs> went to a, a 10 to 12 week 
Bible class to teach him everything about the doctrine of salvation, the doctrine of of Scripture, the doctrine of sin, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, the doctrine of the, I don't read that nowhere. Not now. I, I don't read where this guy got baptized. Now, some people are going to run with this. I don't read where this dude got baptized. He, Jesus right. didn't say, all right, everybody, hold on right now. Let me come down <laughs> off of this. Let right. me take you over here to the River Jordan. I'm going to baptize you real quick. We're going to come on back. We're going to get back we'll, on this we'll cross. We'll take care of this in a minute. Yeah. I don't read that. Yeah. Yep. What I do read is, and he said to him, being Jesus, truly I say to you today, mm-hmm. you'll be with me in paradise. Salvation does not require a class. It doesn't require somebody else to say, I really believe you just got saved. Right. It doesn't require baptism. It doesn't require whatever else. Mm-hmm. It requires a believing heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. If there's repentance, yep. which means acknowledging your sin, it's yep. where a lot of us fall short. Yeah. I don't, you will, unless I just accident, I don't really say anymore, uh, accept Jesus into your heart. I gave my heart to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you give your heart to Jesus, I believe, and not be saved if yeah. you don't ever repent. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's got to be where you hate your sin in the face of a perfect Savior. Right. And I'm good. I'm a big boy. If you guys don't agree, you can email. Mona will find them, and she'll send them right to me, and I'll respond. Mm-hmm. I dealt with one today. <laughs> thought you were going to say, if you got a problem with it, take it over Mona. <laughs> so what's your thoughts about what I just said? Um, uh, I love it when I stump her. She gets up. It's easy to do today. Um, I think, I haven't really thought about this before, but as you're talking it through, um, it is such a great picture of, when we are sharing the gospel and giving to people the things that they need to do, you need to admit that you're a sinner. Mm -hmm. You need to believe that Jesus is who he says he is, Mm -hmm. and you need to confess him as Lord of your life. And that's exactly what we see here. And, um, and so, um, yeah, I'm still kind of thinking about all that, putting that all together. It's a good day if I can make Mona think that hard. (laughs) Seriously, one of day. the uh, she's a, she's a resident worry. theologian. Right? Don't worry, I won't think too hard. <laughs> Never been accused of that. The um, no, I was just thinking back to um, and I mean it's a it's an old one. It's got to be fifties, maybe sixties. Um, Billy Graham sermon, uh, one of my favorites, and and the whole thing, the the gist of it, and I'll butcher it, I'm sure, because I'm obviously not Billy Graham. Uh, is that you know. There, there's a story of he 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 went to a revival and he just said it was it was standing room only and he was actually outside of the tent and and the guy beside him was weeping and crying during the message and he said have you accepted Christ he said I know but I want to I want to I want to and he said do you repent yeah okay. and he said well what what's holding you back going up there they're calling you to the altar and. He said, well, tomorrow Billy Graham's going to be here, and I want him to be the one to do it. And he said, how many 
foolish things do we just add on to the to the message of salvation, the requirements that's of salvation? That's why I say the Pharisees wouldn't have you know, believed. Absolutely. Right. Well, and and that's that that hit me, and I was I was kind of holding off because I didn't want to get derailed um, off of the point we were talking about at the time. But you know, those Pharisees were aware of the miracles that had already been performed by by Christ. So it's going to be this constant game of yes, but yes, we saw you do that, but. No, it, that's where the belief has to has to take place because you're going to keep saying, "Well, I got to see it. I got to see. It. I got to see more. I got to see more." You'll find some way to to reason out the 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 perfection and the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter whether you saw it for yourself or not. Because I mean, we've talked about this. I, I always go back and go, man, if I could just been alive during that time, so I could have seen him face to face. I've got. The word right here, what is sufficient? What else do you need? So, Jesus yeah, said, right. better are you. Right, definitely. and you have the Holy Spirit but, inside but of you. It's the same thing. We're all parents in here, and I mean, how many of us have read bedtime stories to our kid, oh, and it's what? never enough? Mm-hmm. One more daddy, mm-hmm. one more daddy, one more daddy. No. Mm-hmm. Reading the more Skippy John I mean, Jones. it's Jesus <laughs> says it. It's I think it's John 7, basically, toward the end, he goes, all you ever want is another miracle. Mm-hmm. And that's all the. It would have never been enough. Yeah. It would have never been enough. So, so here's what we're saying in a nutshell, y'all. Salvation stands by itself. Mm-hmm. I wonder what people thought when Home Dude strolled up into heaven. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and if you go listen to Alistair Begg, he says the angels probably were going, well, why are you here? Are you clear on the doctrine of salvation? Never heard of it. Right. Are, yeah. are you clear on, on the doctrine of Scripture? I, I've never read mm-hmm. it in yeah. my life. Yeah. Then why are you here? Yeah. The man on the middle cross said I could come. Mm. Yep. <clears throat> I am tired of pastors... They want to make it more than that. Yeah. Yep. 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 Let's go to, we could flip to Acts chapter, I mean, I just want to take this. Go to Acts chapter uh, blah, 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 um, 16. That's going to sound good on things. <laughs> so there, picture this, Paul and Silas, I love this. They're, um, this is Acts 17, 16, uh, verse 25. Midnight, Paul and Silas are praying and singing hymns to God. That tells you that he's a better Christian than me. I'm straight telling you, I'd have been crying and complaining, had my lip on the ground. God, I'm doing your work, and I'm in jail. And they're over there singing hymns. But I love this next statement, too. The prisoners were listening. Yep. Probably in the moment of your deep, deepest, darkest despair is when people are going to listen to you the most. Mm-hmm. They were listening. Great earthquake. Foundations were shaken. Immediately all the doors were open. Everyone's bonds were unfastened. The jailer woke up, saw it, drew his sword about to kill himself, supposing that they had escaped. But Paul cries with a loud voice, do not arm yourself, we are all here. Jailer called for the lights. He rushed in, trembling with fear. He fell down and said, what must we do? Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Now, if it was today... Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm so glad you've walked down the aisle today. We're going to schedule a class. We're going to schedule a class for you. We've got one going right now. If you'll go over to B12, 
um, your age group being there. We're going to have six weeks. We're going to walk you through everything that you need to know about salvation to make sure you've understood it completely. And then once we think you've understood it completely, then we're going to let you walk back down here, and then we'll present you for salvation. Yep. <laughs> I read that nowhere. Yep. Well, and you were talking about the Pharisees earlier and what it brought to mind, and it took me a minute to, to find it, um, is in Matthew 23 when Jesus is going over and over, woe to you to the scribes and Pharisees, woe to you, woe to you. And But he starts by saying, "You sh- for you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel across sea and land to make a single proselyte and when he becomes a proselyte you make him twice as much a child of hell as yourselves why because they built on to the laws of god the extra laws that they had to they made the things that they need to do so much more of a burden than anything that god ever intended and it that when it just came to my mind that i mean that's what that's what they did Mm-hmm. And that's what people today are doing too. There, it's a work. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to work through this class, right? Right. So I'm, we're going to end. You didn't see it. You were reading. He said three <laughs> minutes. I usually don't see when he says. Um, I just see your reactions. So but. if you're here today, and you're listening, and you're going, well, Hank, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't answer what he asked. And if I'm telling you out there today, give me your greatest. Have be ready with your greatest salvation. Verse, okay? Salvific verse. Here's what they said, and here's how Paul answers him. Now, today it would have said, take this class for six weeks. Mm-hmm. You, you got to pass. You got to be able to quote 14 scriptures. You got to be able to done this, done that. Here's what here's what Paul said. I'm it's just Paul, no big deal in the in the Christian <laughs> world. Believe in the Lord Jesus. I love this. You'll be saved. Mm-hmm. You and your household. I, I want to. I want to make a statement here. I, I I told it to a guy just the other day when his daughter came forward about six weeks after he did. When a daddy gets saved, mamas, you have influence. But when a daddy gets saved, it radically transforms a family. Yep, and that's exactly what we saw. It, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believe mm-hmm. in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. Mm-hmm. Give me your best one. That's one. Yeah, of my I best don't know there. what it is. Oh, come on, come on, Dan. Just Mona, just, Mona, Mona. Just Dan, go with it. Go on, and throw it out there. No. So, I found so, it. But go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Mona. Go ahead. I don't want you to steal it. Where are you at? I, oh, I, I promise you, I, it's it's off the wall because that was mine. I, I've been in acts lately, and that's where. Don't point your five fingers <laughs> at me, young man. Ten fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in Romans 10? No. Okay. Nowhere good. near that. All right, good. Romans 10, 9, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, dead you will be saved. And unfortunately, I did try to quote that to somebody and I messed it up, but it happens. <laughs> there it oh, is. Oh, you said dead? <laughs> what you got, old Danny boy? All right, just bear with me. Bear with me, okay? I'm in Acts 9, okay? And I'm in Acts 9, 5. It's a question. Hmm. Who are you, Lord? Because, and the reason I say that is, is the moment that he recognized, he didn't even know, he didn't say, Jesus, you are Lord at that point. He said, who are you, Lord? But he knew without knowing the name, I think, I, I think I'm on solid ground here. Without knowing the name, he knew that who he was encountering was the Lord. 
And so to me, that's a picture of belief. That is the, the perfect picture of not knowing everything. But it, when you encounter Jesus saying, this is the person, I think that's what happened on the, on the cross there is again, he didn't know everything about him, but he knew this was the one they had talked about the Lord and, and he accepted him. Am I leave it to Dan to just go off the wall <laughs> with the easiest question I've ever given you guys. How do you mess that up? He's an overachiever. I'm just kidding. That is really good. He did because the truth is he knew that he was talking to the Lord. Y'all hold y'all hold back on feedback. Like I I, I keep I'm like, okay, I'm gonna step out a little more. And y'all refuse to give me anything. And here I wonder uh, what it, what Paul thought when he was Saul at that moment. I mean that's yeah. a great passage. Yeah. When when he heard the Lord say, This is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Whom you are whom you've been persecuting. Persecuting, right. Yep. But so when you persecute believers, I was about to say he didn't say whose people you've been, yes, but right? you've been persecuting me. Right. Yeah, and he didn't quite. Paul didn't. Saul didn't question. You him. ever thought about having a? I'd be a terrified. Kick to the gut. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine for just a second? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no, I can't. I held the coats when they uh-huh. st- stoned Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. I've been sending them. A- yeah. <laughs> My bad. Ephesians 2 For by grace You have been saved Number one You don't deserve it That thief definitely Didn't deserve it Mm -hmm. But he didn't deserve it Any less than what we deserve it We are just like him For by grace You've been saved Through faith Not of works And I swear That's what I believe These classes Mm -hmm. are Works Mm -hmm. Lest anyone, any man should boast. You got something to say? I, I do. Is my I know that was kind of taking the place of our final thought. But I had this final thought, and I want to make sure it's a disclaimer. He was starting to get fidgety a little bit. <laughs> well, no, uh, and it goes right with what I you were. <laughs> oh, y'all killing me! All right, it goes with what you were just saying. So I, I don't want anybody saying, "Well, he said I don't need to read scripture. I don't need to know the Bible that to be to be saved." And that's true. To be saved, but that doesn't mean once you're saved, unless you happen to be that small percentage that is saved immediately before you die. Let me let me address that real quick. Okay, we have one in scripture that we know of. Yeah, yeah. So. This whole thing, well, I believe Grandma got saved right before she yep. died. Let me tell you something. We got one, the thief on the cross, that <laughs> <laughs> tells us, number one, it's possible, and number two, not probable, because right. there's only one. Right. So yep. don't put all your money in that. Okay. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So if if you're saying I'm saved, I, I recognize that I'm a sinner, that, that Jesus is who he says he is, and that Jesus is, is pure and that you know he offers salvation through through the blood and the cross. Then, unless you die immediately after that, why would you not want to spend your life in His Word, growing close to Him through discipleship, with through His sanctification? People. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Right. So, so that's not a scapegoat to say, "Well, I didn't need to get saved. I don't need." No, salvation is the starting point. Yeah, and what did I say? Even in the sermon, then you go get discipled. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yep. Yeah. I, I have never once not, not a prerequisite, said, but you, yeah, yeah, I've never not once said after your salvation, that's when you go to the classes. That's when right. you go to the Absolutely. Bible. That's when you make it a point to be in church. There are some spiritual, and I'm going to be talking about this. This, well, it would just when this drops, it'll be just this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
There ought to be some spiritual disciplines in your yep. life. Yep. Yep. You want to know why you're not falling down the road? You have no spiritual mm-hmm. discipline. Mm-hmm. Yep. So get that there. Yep. So anyway, you got any problems, just email me. I'd love to tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> and um, and he will. Agree. I, oh, I will. <laughs> About this, I, I'll die on this hill. Yep. I, John 3, 16. Yep. He never says, take some class. Yeah. For God so loved the world that He provided classes that you can he take every six classes. weeks. And by the way, we don't even have the the classes. I mean, if He did, He le- He didn't give us the um the syllabus for it. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you. Thank you for salvation that it is free but not cheap, and is because of your great amount of grace. God, we love you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, thank you. My name's Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. So glad you're here with us. Got my home slice old pickle girl over there, Miss <laughs> Mona. Hey, hey. Pickleball. And got Mr. Webster's thesaurus, thesaurus over there. <laughs> thesaurus. You know, if I was a book, I would be a thesaurus. Right. <laughs> All right. God bless you guys. Bye, y'all. 17 weeks of Christmas. <laughs>